Hey guys, welcome to Higher Points, and today it's uh, we got another to the point, and it is just a little bit different. Uh, Nick is gone; he is uh, out of office, and uh, we've got our special guest, uh, Caden Winnington, in here with us again. So uh, we're just gonna kind of chit chat a little bit about uh, what's on our brains, and um, we've got some. Caden uh, actually just joined the the coalition, and he's the new membership chair. Um, and him and I are going to talk a little bit about. Um, the cannabis industry and the government regulation and some stuff that's going on right now because we feel like it's important for us to get this information out there for people to be educated on what is going on at the Capitol and how they can uh, be a part and be the change um, that uh, they want to see. So um, one thing that kind of uh, inspired us to do this is, um, what was it, last week? Um, KSN came out with an article. It was January 29th. And the article reads, Will 2024 be the year Kansas legalizes weed? Here's where the top GOP senator stands. Um, the top GOP senator is uh, Ty Masterson. He is the... You've heard me talk about him before. He is the... Uh, oh, the Senate president. So he basically controls what goes in and out of committees. And he gets to determine where, uh, what bills see the floor and get voted on this and that. So he's got quite a bit of power, which uh, almost too much power. But the thing is, is, um, he, uh, he did an interview with KSN, which we can link this video so you, you guys can see it. But some of the things he was saying were just old and outdated and just unfactual information. And he is just spewing that on the news and nobody is holding him accountable um, some of the stuff that um, he said, um, he was talking about the disaster in Oklahoma and um, how we're seeing a lot of gang activity in Oklahoma because of the loose regulations and this and that, which there is. There's a lot going on in Oklahoma because of the way they um, regulated things. But the thing is, we're not Oklahoma. And there's also gang activity going on in Kansas because it's unregulated. Um, and that's just, that's something you're going to fight until you have a, even with a good regulated industry, Colorado still has gang activity in black market. It's just part of it. Um, some other stuff he said, um, and this is a quote, if you're really talking about legitimate medicine, delivering somebody a treatment for something that's a legitimate illness, that's a different conversation than what we've had, which nobody's had a conversation with Ty about this. We were supposed to have a uh, meeting with him what two three weeks ago is that when we went up there Caden yeah we went up to uh so this this interview that he had with KSN is after um the ACLU had a uh, had a deal at the Capitol building <clears throat> but the thing is is they say this is a, a pre-session interview with Ty Masterson so pre-session to me says that was from the first to the fifth sometime when they're all up at the Capitol getting ready for things so, so this, you think this was before we had that this interview happened before but they released it after we went up there and made a splash. I so, didn't realize that. Um, and there's just things that are said in this, in his interview that um, it's almost like he's, when me and Nick have talked about it a lot, you've got to really pay attention to the wording. And there's some wording and stuff in here. So it looks like they wait. Yeah. So it looks like they inter interviewed Ty Masterson and then before uh, we went up there and then they interviewed some people. After, because Kelly Ripple, 
that's from that's the quote from when he spoke, right? Yeah, that's that's from like when ACLD. That's from the event. That's already kind of tricky, anyways. Just uh, yeah. And so people who are uneducated think that this is Ty's response, but this was a premeditated interview that was right. done, yeah, by yeah. him. And you know, he talks about how we haven't had a conversation about a legit medical program, this and that. And he even says that he comes out, and we've heard whispers of there being a restrictive pilot program. And he says something about the only thing you're going to get is a a pilot program. And so he comes out and says that. So there's something going on behind the scenes um, that most people are not educated on and most people do not um, like comprehend the depth of this kind of stuff, I think. Even, right. even I, I, agree. I agree. Even Caden and I are kind of just scratching the surface on this. Like that was my first trip to the Capitol to lobby and it was his too. And... It is like we're just at the tip of the iceberg on this stuff. Yep. And and the thing is is if they are willing to do this on cannabis um and regulate it the way they're trying to in these dark alleys and trying to get things passed through the back door so they can help their buddies out, you know, what else are they doing? Exactly. Um, you know, like on the important issues, you know, like we've seen um the the GOP stand up there in the front of the Capitol and talk about this flat tax and how it's going to help all the Kansans and this and that. It's like, you know, that's that's all good in theory. Flat, flat taxes, you know, like you can argue good or bad. Um, but the thing is, is they are attaching other things to those bills to try to push them through as well. And that that's to me, that's the issue <clears throat> uh, with not just our, our state politics, but federal politics as well as. You know, how come, uh, and this is just me hypothetically speaking, you know, but how come, how come a medical marijuana, you know, bill is in the infrastructure bill or how come, you know, it's just, it's just stuff like that. How come the medical marijuana bill isn't a medical marijuana bill and just that, how come it has to be, you know, mixed in with the, uh, you know, with an infrastructure bill or with a, with any sort of a with farm a, bill, a, farm or, bill, a yeah. tax bill, um, an insurance bill. It's just Oh, and I said why, but I think the reason is because they make these bills 200 pages long where the, the our, our representative, it makes it hard for our representatives that really do want to adequately represent us to be able to read that. And it's, it's just, to me, it's a tactic to overwhelm them with the information. Uh, just like the very beginning of this article, um, it it uh, it quotes Kelly Ripple, or it, no, it quotes Delaney Jones. Um, and, and it says, it's our representative's job to represent us. And we have ov- overwhelmingly told them we support this. And so, like, the ACLU just came out with a statistic study that 79% of Kansans support medical marijuana. Um, you know, and, and Ty Masterson, you, you know, we can say all these, you know, arguments, which to me, they're just semantics at this point. Of, well, Oklahoma has gang activity. All this all these other negatives that are going on. Um, well, one, the first thing is that us as Kansans, we we're one of the last states to legalize when we do. We have we can learn from every all forty seven other states' mistakes. The good, the bad, the ugly. You know, like what we need to avoid. Obviously, we want to avoid a situation like Oklahoma, and obviously, we want to avoid like the lawsuits and stuff that happened in Missouri because of um, like they made a program so restrictive, and they also were giving licenses to people. Um, like prior to and yep. like you could pay your pay your pay to play basically and um only like it was if you were buddies if you had a connection you got a license and Missouri is 
being there's some litigation going on in Missouri because of that. Well, yeah, and it contradicts the GOP's definition of free market. Um, when when that when that's happening. Yeah, one of his one of his quotes, um, that he says in this interview, he says a bill will have to protect our children from this uh, from medical marijuana, which to me it's it just you know the GOP. Republicans, conservatives, you know, they're the the small government, you know, small government, big business. And to me, that statement just 100% just, it just shows exactly who they are. Like, they want all the power and all the control. I I honestly, I like small government, big business, but the GOP can say what they want. Their actions do not represent... uh, their words at all. Mm-hmm. Um, if they if they really were about small government, big business, they would let they would let the experts in the industry uh, handle and introduce bills, and they would listen to the uh, to the science and st- the statistics that is overwhelmingly in their face that they're it's taking a great effort for them to ignore. Ignore. Um, yeah, and one of the reasons he says this, he says a bill will have to protect our children, and. Um, there are some news articles that came out. Um, some Wichita middle school students, they got sick after eating some edibles. And the thing is, is like he's blaming medical cannabis, like what we're trying to pass, a bill to help patients. He's blaming that on what is happening. And the thing is, is what isn't reported in those stories, which we have firsthand account of, is it was like a Delta 8, Delta 9 hemp-derived stuff. That's a gray area, unregulated in the cannabis industry right now in Kansas. And that area is there because we do not have a medical program of any sort in Kansas. And so there's just lots of issues that are compounding because we can't, like, get a program going and get something regulated. It's just ridiculous to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then, you know... His, his, the one thing, like his major quote, basically some type of pilot program or something that is controlled to the point that you can test it, but the horse is not out of the barn and you can't ever put it back in. And that goes back to, we just talked about that, that why, why do we have to have something that we're testing? Like, yeah, why do we need a pilot program? We've got 37 other states we can look at and figure it out. To me, it's just their egos getting in the way. They don't want to listen to other people. They don't want to learn, and they don't want to represent what they're what they what what, what Kansans want. And that's the issue. That's an issue. It, it is, and it's one hundred percent. You know, like it's a red issue here. Like it's Republicans. It's a Republican-owned state. But if if you go, you know, you go to Colorado, and it's the other way around. It's like the Democrats own it, and it's the Democrats' way or the highway. You know, right. it, it's the same political. Like that's why I talk about like. I don't vote on party lines. I vote based on like who's going to represent me. And yeah. that's like people have to do that. And you have to talk to your politicians. You have to get involved in politics. Otherwise, like this slippery slope is going to get even slipperier and steeper. And it's it, it'll be it'll be a hole. We'll be in a hole that's going to be hard be hard to crawl out of. Yeah, I mean, here's something I want to say that's kind of unrelated to. I mean, it is related to cannabis, but it's also unrelated. Is I think that identity politics. Uh, it is one of the worst things to happen to us uh, as Americans in terms of, you know, voting and how we feel, you know, political unrest and political unity is that uh, everybody's so much worried, more worried about uh, being called Republican or being a Democrat, voting left or right than what they, um, than the real issues at hand. Um, and I think that's something that I think it, we need to change is we need to start, uh, just w- being so worried about 
you know, voting left or voting right and really voting what issues are at hand that, you know, uh, we really, that really need attention. When, when, when I was in, when we went to the Capitol, um, one thing that like really, really like honestly surprised me was, uh, it was, it really was just left versus right in there. There wasn't like, it really didn't seem like the left or the right were trying to get along or work together. Uh, you know, when we talked to the Democrat, democratic politicians, they, uh, they were like, well, we support it, but we know Ty Masterson and the GOP, they're not going to, so good luck. And and to me, that's just, that's not right. There has to be a better way of doing things, especially when, uh, you know, like like I said, when 79% of Kansans want it, when that's there's an overwhelming majority of what Kansans want. Um, you know, and how many people do you guys know that are listening vote, you know, Democrat or Republican just because it's Democrat or Republican, not because you're actually paying attention to the issue or what the issue is. Uh, and so I just think that's like something, and I see a lot more people becoming conscious of it is, is that identity politics does tear us apart, but it's just that's, it almost felt like, you know, middle school, uh, just left versus right fighting. It was like the mean girls versus the... It really is, and they like like Democrats... Like, they're down in the basement in the far corner of the building, away from everybody, you know? And they got the Republicans up in the nice offices, big roomy places. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it really is like a... It's a tale of two stories up there, and it, it's crazy. It, it's a big high school. It's not like they're trying to get along. No. Or or work for the better of us. They're in there just like... The only reason they... Doing their own thing. They work together on things, and they get along, especially <clears throat> crossing party lines, is because it's like one of those instances of you scratch your back, I'll scratch yours. If you support this bill, I'll support this bi- this bill that you've got going, and we can work together in that way. Which, and you guys that are listening, that's something you should be angry about. Yeah, that is something that you should be mad about. Your tax dollars are being spent for the for these like these uh, grown adults to go into the Capitol building and act like children and have and have dramatic little wars and not get along. Uh, when the sake of what we uh, when the sake of us. You know, as as a as a county, as a state, as a city, as a community, is uh, at stake. We're the ones that suffer from it. Yep. Yeah. Whether it's... that's um, business owners um, in the cannabis industry, or it's your everyday workers, your like your middle class people paying high property taxes. You know, there's been some stuff that could be done <clears throat> that won't get passed because of identity politics. Right. And yeah. Let's think of something you're pissed off about, honestly, whether it be you're paying higher property taxes, groceries are more Your expensive, bill. gas, anything. It, it, think of anything that you're angry about. Uh, you're, the person that you voted that, you know, that's in your district or, you know, your political representative, your public representative, they probably don't care uh, because they're just they're up there at the, at the Capitol just doing whatever they want. And to me, that is ridiculous. We need people in office that are going to actually give a fuck about 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 Americans, about hard-working Kansans, about blue-collar Kansans, about, you know, waitresses, about fast food workers, about every person from top to bottom. Uh, and it's just these these issues. Like, things keep getting harder for us, but things do not keep getting harder for them. And um, it's getting worse and worse, and, and, and more people are starting to notice, but, like, action needs to be taken. Um, you can't We can't just keep sharing stuff on Facebook or Twitter and, and saying, like, you know, oh, this is bad. We need to do something about it. Like, yeah, we do need to do something about it. Like, you need to do something about it. Like, go go to a city, go to a city hall meeting. Uh, go to the Capitol. You know, go talk to people. Go e- like write a letter to a politician. Like, 
Or if you're that pissed off, go run for office or vote. Get somebody you know to run for office. Support somebody to run for office. Because, like, right now, the people that are up there, they cannot relate to you and I's struggles. They cannot relate to our struggles. Uh, you know, teachers are under – dude, teachers, underpaid, veterans – are not taken care of you know what the ability for me and nate to buy a house is not is not good you know the ability for young people to buy a house and start a life and live the american dream from now to compared to like 20 years ago kids our age you know someone who's 20 to 30 years old 20 years ago yep their buying power on a house is a lot higher than what we have today yep yeah and and uh I don't. I don't believe that's because my generation doesn't work hard. I don't believe it's because my generation is lazy. I believe it's because my generation is fighting a system that is a lot more of an adversary than it was twenty, thirty years ago. Um, I will agree with that. And you know, like it's, it's just a combination of everything on, on that because there are certain aspects of our um, generation that they don't want to roll their sleeves up and get get dirty yeah i agree with that you know like there but that was also preached to us from a young age like you got to go to school you got to go to college you got to go to college you got to get your degree you got to get your nice uh office and that's like the way you're gonna yeah if you like if you go into a trade you think of the fat plumber with his ass crack out you know it's like like, well those fat plumbers (laughs) with the ass cracks out like they're gonna be making more money than you sitting in an office desk here before probably already are and here in the next five to ten years like skilled tradesmen Man, they're gonna be hard to come by and getting paid a lot of money. It's 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 coming, guys. Like it's there's I I think twenty twenty four we're gonna see um we're seeing the real estate market come back a little bit, but I think that we are gonna see it, it'll be some repeats of history. I don't think we'll see kind of what like the housing bubble burst in two thousand eight. We're not gonna yeah. see that level. Um, but I think that there's going to be something similar that happens in the real estate market. I think that things are going to come way back. Um, so it, it, I would just buckle up for that, you know, and just, but when it does, there's not going to be as much skilled tradesmen to work on these houses as there was in 2008. (laughs) There's not, uh, you know, that statistic we were talking about, it's like for every 50, uh, Every 50 skilled tradesmen, this is by 2050, for every 50 skilled tradesmen to retire, there's only seven to replace them right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got to think, out of those seven, imagine two or three of them are, are, are low-grade or almost worth, not worthless, but not high-quality. You know, so that, that really does leave three to four, two to four high-quality you know, quality tradesmen that can do a high-quality job. So the pay for people like us, I feel like, is going to be... Uh, is going to just astronomically increase within the next 10 to 20 years just because of the... And, and at the end of the day, a lot of that work, like construction work, it's hard work. Oh, it's it tough. Is. But it's not It's not the worst thing you can do out there. No. There's a lot more... Th- there's a lot more jobs out there that are way worse. It's like the... Dude, construction's like the wild... We- trades, construction, it's like the wild west of the... Of the work industry, almost. But most most of what we do is not super grueling work. No, the hardest stuff is like in the summertime when it's hot. Or You're when in the it's conditions. Cold. It's it's the elements that really yeah. get you. Yeah. Most the the work is not hard to learn. Nope. It's not. A lot of it's like we've got equipment and machines and yep. tricks and stuff that make things easier. It's 
the elements is what really makes it work. Yep. Worse. Getting uh, up early. Mm-hmm. You got to get up early. Um, at the end of the day, with a very like average discipline, you can do what we're doing. Y- yeah, and, and make it. If you were a high school athlete that you played, you know, any sort of sports and understand like facing adversity, you could do. You can do a trade and make a lot of money and mm-hmm. be good at it. Uh, you know, and I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not dogging the people that do go work in office buildings and you know, or accounts or whatever like that. Uh. That's cool, but I just don't feel like uh, hats off to you guys, honestly, because I can't sit behind a desk for more. Yeah, than I can't either, <laughs> and, and those jobs are needed. But my thing is, uh, there's a lot. I, I don't know. I don't like the term instant gratification, but you do leave work feeling accomplished when you've got doors set how you want them to be set, or you just you know you learn something. You left work learning something. You you were physically cha- you were physically and mentally challenged at work. You conquered that challenge, and now you left. You leave work feeling a winner. Um, you know, and there are going to be some days that are going to beat the shit out of you, that are going to be tough, and it's going to be cold. You'll be working outside in the cold all day, or you know, or in the heat. There's going to be tough days, but you know, really, it's only making you tougher. You know, if you're going to look at it from a perspective like that. And two, you do you you go home at the end of the day knowing like I put myself in a tough, uncomfortable position. I learned from it and I got better because of it. Uh, it's really just your perspective, you know, on mm-hmm. how you how you look at the trade work for sure. And who you work with makes a huge difference. That's probably one of the biggest things is who you work with. Yep. I would agree. If you've got positive influence and stuff around you all the time, it, it makes things go a lot better. Yep. Than if you're just getting constantly dragged down and drugged through the mud and Yeah. Dude, those those of you guys that are listening, whether if you like you're lost, you don't know what you want to do, go be like a, go be an apprentice and go learn from people and just work hard and go home. You have weekends off. Uh, you can guarantee yourself raises in the future and benefits. Like, you might as well. You know, yeah, that's it's a career. It's not a it's not just a job. It's a career for sure. Yep. And back to like uh, the political stuff. You know, um, if. You really want to get involved. There's ways to get involved, yes. even in small hutch and Sterling. Um, one thing that I'm a part of Young Professionals of Reno County, and um, getting involved with a group like that um, helps to where you can have a little bit of a platform. You can talk to people and say, "Hey, this like I don't like the way this is going. Like, let's let's work towards like." Um, either finding someone to run in this area, you know, like everybody in there is 21 to 40 years old. So we're all going to have pretty similar, like we're going to swing a little bit on our mindsets, but most of us are going to have pretty similar, like most of us are probably pretty moderate. And, um, we are like, whether we're going to find another Senator to run in the area or something like that, there's, there's a group of people that we can work together and find somebody. Um, you can reach out to Caden or I, and like we can point you in a direction. You can yes. come to a coalition event and come yes. play, come play bingo with us here in a couple weeks in Wichita. Yeah, come play bingo and drink and just uh support a cause. You know, you can say you did something other than just share something on Facebook. And if it's not cannabis, it's like go support Big Brothers Big Sisters. Yes. you know, go make a difference in a child's life. Yes, and make a positive impact because you never know, like that positive impact that you make for that child, they could be a leader that grows up and is a senator in this area and makes an awesome difference in the Hutchinson area. Um, just You just never know, like, what impression you're going to leave on Or somebody. they could grow up to be a criminal. And it's like, it's that serious. The difference of, like, you know, having a positive role model in their life mm-hmm. can be, 
you know, such a tremendous, uh, such a tremendous difference. That seems drastic when you talk about future leader or criminal, but it's like, uh, it's that simple almost. And, and, and kids are that, like, I mean, they're a sponge. And 100%, like, one little instance can just, like, can be the teeter-totter in that yep. kid's life. And I would just encourage someone, people out there with free time, you know, instead of playing Xbox, be a big. Go play Xbox with a little kid, you know what I mean? Yep, yep, they will love it. Um, I just, uh, there's just lots of opportunities to get involved and get get out there. And whether whether it's politics or not, um, people need to be involved in our communities. Yep. Yeah, care about your community. Care about the place you live. Care about, uh, you know, care about the place your kids are going to grow up. Care about the place that the elder, you know, the elderly that live here grow or are living um i think it's important to be involved in the community and make it you know put an effort put effort in to make it as best as it can be yeah i i you know hutch is going to be hutch is going to grow and it's going to take people like us that are listening to this um to really push this area and to like help it grow you know like i'm not but there there's going to be other forces out there that are going to hinder growth because they don't like change and this and that. And and that's okay. You know, like people are set in their ways. People want to keep rolling the same, the way they're rolling. That's fine. Yep. Like more than likely, like if Hutch would grow by five, 6,000 people, nobody would know. Nobody would like, Probably like it would, not. it wouldn't change much for this town. But if you add five or 6,000 people to the population of Hutch, you know, that's just think of the amount of homes, jobs, like the infrastructure that creates kids in the school, like just, creates more employees and it creates more jobs and i don't know i i I really struggle when people say that they don't like growth and they don't like change like that because it's it's coming like this area is going to change and it's better be prepared for it than not. times are changing things are going to change no matter what so you 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 either with the times you can get left uh and that's just how it is it really is so we're coming up on uh 30 minutes here and i uh you know, we went down our rant about uh, the cannabis stuff, and I, that's just, I know I'm probably beating a dead horse <laughs> talking about it <laughs> over and over again, but it's something that I'm really passionate about, and it's just, it is, it's not the only thing that is being treated that way at the Capitol. Yes, no. Every bill, every piece of legislation that is put out is being treated the same way and it is important that people know that and they vote based on that yes and you reach out to your the people who represent you and you talk to them because a lot of them do not believe that we want something like this or a lot of people don't believe that or it basically they make up their mind for us so they need you need to be in their ear and say hey this is the way we want it and don't sugarcoat it they are public representatives put into office by us that that is that's all it is don't sugarcoat it they need to understand that we're sick and tired and we're fed up and And that's that's everything from your city commission county commission all the way up to your federal senators house representatives all that stuff you know like they all need to know that hey we're here and our opinion does matter and you've got to vote based on that yeah, get out and vote. Like, seriously, if you're pissed off, you probably have a good reason to be pissed off about something. Get out and vote. 
Let let politicians know that they need to start taking real action based off what like the people they represent want. Uh or someone else is gonna take their spot. Straight up. That's how it needs to be. You can get with the times or get left. Um it's the blatant the blatant uh politicians, you know, and our representatives blatantly ignoring our wants and needs is just like it's like too much of that. I'm like too fed up. Yeah, it's whatever benefits them the most, that's what they're that's that's where their votes go towards and it's it's sickening. It is sickening. And it's both sides of the aisle. It is. Yep. And but I'm not saying that there's not politicians out there doing it for the right reasons because there definitely are. There are. We've talked to them. We've had those conversations yep. with politicians that are doing it for the right reason. Yep. The issue is in Kansas especially and even at the federal level, you know, those those people that aren't doing it for the right reasons are in the right spots to hold all the power. And so that's that's the issue yep. that's going on right now. Yep. So I think that I've uh, probably ranted enough, and you guys are tired of the negativity for today. But <laughs> we, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up. But we just uh, we hope you ha- go out there, have an awesome week, and please reach out to Caden or I or Nick and see what you can do in the community. Whether that's like volunteering to help Nick with his uh, um, his sheriff like running for sheriff, helping with this campaign, or that's helping us at the coalition or young professionals, you know, like we want your help. We want to see you. We want to see lots of people out and about. And uh, we appreciate everybody listening, and we hope everybody has an awesome week.